Welcome back to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, where today we talk about the Todd Bowles defensive recipe. We talk about being 12 years a loser, and we preview the new Bucking Idiots and Loose Cannons Fantasy Football Leagues. So stick around and check it out. Welcome to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, motherfuckers! Yeah, it's your national underground, thunder pounds when I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, a silverback, a orangutan, you can't stop a train. Who wants up, don't come unprepared, I'll leave there. But when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain. So now we sit in a drop top soaking wet. In the silk suit, try not to sweat. Hit some assaults without the net. But this be the year that we won't forget. One nine, nine, nine. Stank bastard, king idiot, back in the building once again for a fresh new episode of the Bucking Idiots podcast. Welcome in, come one, come all, tell your sisters, tell your brothers, tell your cousins, tell your aunties, your uncles, your stepmoms, your ex-wives, your baby mamas. Your babies, mamas, mamas. Tell them all to tune in and check out the Bucking Idiots podcast. So what's good, y'all? Here we are, a little over two weeks away from training camp. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe it. It's almost here. I'm waiting. With anticipation, like I'm about to have sex for the very first time. I know, kind of freaky, just like this background music. But that's the vibe I got right now, so I'm just going to share it with y'all. Here I am recording once again in the wee hours of the night, and it's just got me chill. I'm ready to slide right into this new season, man, with no worries. Fully trusting in whatever Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles and his staff of magicians are cooking up. And speaking of cooking up, what does Todd Bowles have in store for us? What kind of magic recipe was he using out in Arizona in 2013 and 14 when they were just complete monsters? Right before he got his own head coaching job in New York. So I look back, what kind of pieces did Todd Bowles have to work with? Was the cupboard bare? Did it look anything like what he's inheriting here in Tampa? So I went back and just checked out that 2013-2014 Arizona Cardinals roster. And uh, y'all might recognize some of these names. Yeah, the Cardinals, Dansby, Daryl Washington at linebacker. The Honey Badger and some guy named Patrick Peterson playing corner. He had a line with Calais Campbell, Darnell Dockett, John Abraham in 2013, Frosty Rucker, and Alex Okafor. So, uh, yeah, you could say that refrigerator was quite stocked. And comparing it to what he has to work with here in Tampa, 
which is a whole lot of young guys and a whole lot of question marks, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical he's going to be able to recreate that success he had in Arizona. At least this year anyways. And yeah, I know it's going to take some time. But he had future Hall of Famer Patrick Peterson on that defense. Calais Campbell, who's an absolute freak of nature. And Darnell Dockett near the end of his career, who was still playing at a pretty high level. Oh, and don't forget about John Abraham, who gave him an 11 and a half sack season in 2013. And I don't really think we can expect that out of any of our defensive ends this year. Carl Nassib's a nice player and all. But he's no John Abraham, and he's not going to benefit from having JPP on the other side of the defense garnering a lot of attention. And I wouldn't put Bo Allen, Vita Vea, or Sue on Kalias Campbell's level. Now, Levante and Devin White are at least equal to or likely an upgrade comparatively to Carlos Dansby and Darrell Washington. But where that real gap lies is in the secondary. Because we don't have anybody even close to Patrick Peterson. Or the motherfucking Honey Badger. And as much as I like potential, I prefer proven talent. And this secondary is anything but proven. So that leaves Ty Bowles with a completely different bag of ingredients. And while I am optimistic, I wouldn't put my hard-earned money betting on a vast improvement or dominant defense. I mean, at this point, I'll take middle-of-the-road defense, and I guess we got to walk before we run. We haven't had a defense ranked in the top 10 for points allowed since 2007, which is coincidentally the last year we made the playoffs. Yeah, 12 years. 12 motherfucking years since we've been able to stop anybody consistently. And in nine out of those 12 years, we've ranked in the bottom half of the league and you don't have to scratch your head to figure out why we can't win football games consistently and that points allowed to stat is the only one that really ultimately counts other than wins and losses at the end of the day well actually we did dip down to ninth in points allowed in 2010 and oh that was a year that Raheem Morris had a 10 and 6 record but before that, it was 2007 where we were ranked third in the league and lost our last playoff game. Oh, and where did we rank last year? Some of you may be asking. That would be 31st in the league. Yeah, I forget. How many teams are there in the NFL? I don't remember. Oh, 32? Well, fuck me sideways. No wonder. We were 5-11 and 11 again. No wonder we struggled to win games. No wonder we had another coach get fired. No wonder we're back in the same position we've been in for the last 
three regimes trying to project what the newest coaching staff is going to be able to do. Motherfucking Groundhog's Day. And I'm not really a stats guy, but points for and points against is fucking elementary. And since we know we can score points, the focus has to be on this defense. It's exciting in a way. We don't know what Bowles is going to be able to do with this group we've put together. I mean, what if we do catch lightning in a bottle and these young guys somehow gel really quick and Bowles is able to dial up pressure, bring corners and linebackers, bring guys from all angles? What if Jameis Winston and that offense is steadily putting up points and we got an opportunistic defense on the other side of the ball putting pressure on Drew Brees sacking that fucking giant leprechaun in Carolina and shitting all over Maddie Spice and Dirk Cutter in Atlanta <laughs> shit I'm getting chubbed up over here y'all gotta calm the fuck down it's way too late at night my wife's already asleep and <laughs> man it's fun to speculate Thank God we don't have too much longer until we don't have to speculate anymore. We can talk about real fucking football. Damn, I'm excited. But I'm also excited to share my fantasy with y'all. That's right, Bucking Idiots. Fantasy football season is here. And the Bucking Idiots and the Loose Cannons want to play fantasy football with you our listeners so initially we're going to create two 12 team leagues and we'll be opening it up to our followers and listeners on twitter and facebook and wherever else you find our beautiful podcasts so stay tuned for the details on how to sign up And shit, if we get an influx, we may even open up some additional leagues. Now, these leagues will be free to enter. But the prizes at the end will be very fucking real. So all you fantasy nerds out there like me. Get your popcorn ready. Buy your fantasy magazines. Subscribe to your fantasy websites. Listen to your fantasy podcasts. Because you're in for a fight. Because I play for keeps, motherfuckers. And I'm coming for the prizes too, even though the prizes are coming out of my pocket. I will keep these motherfucking prizes. So don't half-step. Only real fantasy ballers need apply. Don't even think about signing up if you're coming with that bullshit. And trust me, we're going to know the real from the bullshitters. So if you think you got what it takes, be on the lookout. Uh, stank. What is it, intern Betty? I mean, first of all, what the fuck are you doing out of bed at this hour of the evening? Shouldn't your ass be like in your 19th fucking dream by now? Uh, yeah, actually, this new medication they have me on is giving me some wicked insomnia. Well, what kind of medication they got you on, Betty? Well, actually, on second thought, now, I don't want to hear... I'm sure you're on like 95 fucking medications with your old ass. 
I will have you know, Stank, that I'm on two pills. One for my high blood pressure, and the second one is for my fibromyalgia. That's got me nice and sore all over. Ew. Gross. Well, uh, wait till you're my age. You'll be sore too. And speaking of sore, I heard what you said to G-Funk on the last episode. And I don't appreciate you saying I'm a racist. Well, bitch, clear the air. I will have you know I've been with many men of color. And my first husband was Dominican. So you can fuck off, stank. Well, there you go. My bad, Betty. Evidently, Betty likes taking it, whether you're brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, or Haitian. Because my name is Fife Dog from the Zulu Nation. Anyways, good for you, Betty. One love, baby. And I understand we got a couple fan questions. So, Betty, drop it on us. Yes, uh, we have a few. Tommy on Twitter. He's at hands for at all hands galley says do you see Dayon Buchanan on this team next season and who else do you think could play money backer in this defense yo Tommy what's up well I've said it before I think Dayon's an unknown commodity but if you look at his production in Bulls defense in Arizona he had a 100-plus tackle season. That season, he had three sacks, an interception, I think six quarterback hits. So this defense seems to fit him to a T. But that was four years ago. And somebody commented on Twitter that he was playing out of position in Steve Wilkes' defense in Arizona. So I guess we'll see. It all depends on what type of production we get out of him this year. If he balls out, I'm sure we're going to try to re-sign him. And who else might play that money backer role on this defense? I'd probably say MJ Stewart. Because MJ doesn't really have a position with us right now. I think he can play some corner. We draft him as a safety. He's probably not big enough to play linebacker. So I don't know. I don't know that we have anybody that has that same height, weight, speed, Type versatility that Dayon has. But that was a great fucking question, Tommy. And I guess we will see at the end of the day what Dayon brings to the table. What else we got, Betty? Now, now hold on a second, Stank. I have to do something extremely important here. I have to shut off the music for this next question. That comes from our friend at Zamipup. On Twitter, Zammy the Giant Sheepdoodle. And Zammy says, when the Bucks open 6-0, and I submit that half the Bucks fans will still find reasons to bitch at why we suck. Do you think that that half will get over their self-imposed victimhood? Or do we have to suffer these fools? Because he's over the negativity. What's up, Zam? And why do we got to shut off the music? Zammy can't fucking stand the music on this podcast, Stank. I think you know that. He sent you 
several emails and direct messages about how it's torture to his ears. Damn, Zammy, you don't like the flavor, huh? Well, I tell you what. Anytime you ask a question, I'll shut the music off just for you. But the music ain't going nowhere on this podcast, baby. We're not like every other podcast, and we don't want to be. But we love you, bro. And to answer your question, will that facet of Bucks fans who complain about everything no matter what stop complaining if we go 6-0 and at the beginning of the season? No. They'll find something to bitch about for sure. Because <laughs> there's always going to be a bunch of bitchy fans. And that goes for pretty much every team's fan base. There's always a group that just has nothing but negative shit to come out their mouth. And yeah, that's why Twitter's got a block function or a mute function. Just mute the fuck out of those motherfuckers and move the hell on with your life. Because you can't please everybody. Just like I have difficulty pleasing you, Zammy, because you hate the music on this podcast. But that's okay. I'm not trying to please everybody. I'm trying to please myself. And that's all that matters. And for y'all that don't know Zammy, check out this man's Instagram feed. Zammy has some of the most beautiful dogs on the planet. And he uses them for a good purpose. So I, I highly recommend you check out his Instagram page. I think today I saw him making dog food from scratch. It's like a cooking channel on there. It's fucking incredible. Like seriously, Zammy, you know I love you, bro. I hope you continue to listen. Because I know I'm going to continue to check out that great content you provide on your Instagram page. Because I'm a big dog lover. My dog is like my child. She's the only one who truly loves me. Unconditionally. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) What the fuck you laughing at, Betty? I heard you're a crazy cat lady. You don't even like dogs. You keep my cats out of this stank. As long as you keep your cats away from me, Betty, everything will be just fine. And that's going to wrap it up for another episode of the Bucking Idiots podcast. And yeah, I know it was a short one, but season's around the corner. We're going to have a lot of amazing content coming up. So make sure you tune in to the Bucking Idiots podcast. Make sure you also tune in to that Loose Cannons podcast with Samra Ali. And if you want to contribute to this beautiful podcast, send us an email, buckingidiots at gmail.com. And oh, we got a fucking phone number. So you can call in and leave us a voicemail and we'll put it on the podcast. And that phone number is 813-444-8807. So leave us a message, baby. Much love, Bucking Idiots. We out. Drank, drank, faded, drank, drank, faded, drank, drank.